This morning, the screech of the recycling truck jolted me awake. It was just after dawn, and the huge trucks were already tearing through the neighborhood, shrieking brakes, keeping rhythm with shattering glass and clinking cans amidst barking dogs. I panicked, then remembered the bins were out. The little dogs shot out of the room, their tiny bodies quivering with excitement and pent-up barking. Before this moment, I dreamt of Shema, my mother. She slept under a calico quilt made with squares of tiny purple and yellow flowers. She made our clothes from such fabric when we were children. In my dream, I covered her carefully and patted her sleeping shoulder. Her breathing was soft and labored. I smoothed her hair and caressed her forehead. I sat at the foot of the bed and listened to her slumber. Her breathing evened out as the dream filament settled around us. Maybe as she slept, she relived the old Fort Wingate boarding school days. Or maybe she and my father conversed as in all those decades past. Maybe she relived everyday events, cooking meals, soothing children, or visiting with relatives at the kitchen table. In the final weeks of her life, I could not fathom her dreams or waking thoughts. But in this morning dream, Shema and I were joined by our quiet breathing and lingering gestures. In this dream, my mother and I were alone and silent. We were alone and silent. Soon the flurry of the recycling truck faded, and the usual morning calm returned. The sleek little dogs came back to bed, panting from a job well done. They licked my arm in unison. I said, Biga Nijon, praise for a job well done. They fell asleep instantly, sinking into deep, borderline snoring. Outside the bedroom window, the morning was bright and still, save for the cool breezes and calling of birds. Their innate songs encircled the quiet houses and scattered cacti. Down the street, garage door slid shut, as neighbors maneuvered out of curved driveways to begin the, the work day. Just then I longed to return to this first dream of Shema. I longed for the serene space she created. Now I knew she could do so, even in dreams. How I yearned to make coffee for her one more time, to cook breakfast, boil eggs, black coffee, and hash browns. In her final weeks, my sisters and I fed her spoon by spoonful. 
She would smile as we recounted childhood memories, listening, then talking, murmuring, and remembering. Now the morning sunlight sweeps through the house. I put on coffee, go outside to stretch and pray. The holy people had already passed through, yet fulfill my yearning to be with my mother. They reassured me that she and other loved ones are with them, and they exist in an ark of quiet solace. The Holy Ones grace me with a glimpse of our future together, the dream a reprieve from the lonely, seemingly bereft present.